We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There was a bit of a scare Wednesday afternoon when the media reported that Lamar Jackson was wearing a sleeve on his arm and wasn't throwing the ball at practice. But there's no need to panic. Jackson said he's good and will play on Sunday. He even drew a few laughs while addressing the topic. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Thursday, September 22nd. And this is your morning Ravens vault. So Bill Belichick and Lamar Jackson both spoke about the time they spent together during the pre-draft process in 2018, and Belichick even weighed in on Jackson's contract. Plus, the Ravens still haven't signed Jason Pierre-Paul or any other outside linebacker to the 53-man roster. But they did sign a familiar face to the practice squad. Yeah, we have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So Lamar Jackson landed on Wednesday's injury report with an elbow setback, and the media noticed that he was wearing a long black sleeve on his arm at practice. Now, during the viewing portion of practice within the first 30 minutes, Jackson only handed the ball off to running backs and watched Tyler Huntley handle the passes. Sarah, when you're starting QB and former MVP of the league appears to be hampered, it's obviously not a great feeling entering week three. Yeah, no, it's not, which is why there was a minor scare in Baltimore. But both head coach John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson calmed nerves at the press conference following practice. Jackson repeatedly told the media that he is, quote, good. And both he and Harbaugh said he will play Sunday. I'm feeling good. So you don't expect any interruptions to your typical practice routine this week? No, not at all. Not at all. Just a normal course of the season type thing. You know, he practiced today, so he'll play. He'll be playing on Sunday. So, Sarah, Jackson has been throwing more than ever to start the season. We know his 531 yards passing ranks 12th in the league as of right now. It accounts for 71% of Baltimore's offense. Any chance you think it's just a matter maybe of his arm getting worn down here in the early going? No, I don't think that that's the case here, Bobby. The Twitter account Sports Injury Central which is run by several former team doctors across many professional sports, 
Well, they posted a video of the play in which they believe Jackson injured his elbow. It was a passing play where he hit his elbow into an offensive lineman's helmet at the end of his throwing motion. The tweet also said, quote, our panel of doctors have no concern about his effectiveness against the Patriots this Sunday. All right, that all sounds encouraging. What other updates do you have from his press conference? All right, just one other fun soundbite. Jackson was asked if he was looking behind him on that 79-yard touchdown run because he thought he was going to be caught. Here's his reply. Nah, see, <laughs> I looked up in the jumbotron when I was running. When I did that, I thought, I'm like, damn, excuse my language. But, you know, I said, like, when you're running and looking from the, the jumbotron, it actually slow you down. You know, because the speed is different. So when I look back, I see, like, he kind of gained. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure he don't tackle me. You know, then he's going to be like, oh, he got slower or something like that. I scored. That's all that matter. Lamar always has this unique way of making people laugh, even when he's not even meaning to do so. He's so good at the podium. But, Sarah, before we jump to the next topic, while we are talking about injuries, give us an update with the rest of the team. All right, well, Bobby, at first glance, the injury report for the entire team looks concerning because it is a long, long list. It's only week three, and I already have a hard time fitting the update in a single tweet. In total, there were 13 players on Wednesday's injury report. But once you drill down into the specifics, you realize it's not as bad as it looks. Right. So, like, for example, three of the guys just had a scheduled veteran rest day, right? So there's one angle. Yeah, exactly. Then on top of that, while James Prochet, Brandon Stevens, and Pepe Williams were all limited, they all returned from recent injuries. So that's a positive they were even practicing. Plus, there's Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, and Travis Jones who continue to increase their workload at practice and inch their way closer to game action. And even Devin DuVernay, who sustained a concussion in Sunday's game, is doing well. Harbaugh said he hasn't shown any symptoms of that concussion, so him missing practice sounds precautionary. So is there anyone that might be more serious at this point? I think the one that is most unknown, I wouldn't say it's serious, but is unknown, is Marlon Humphrey. He was on the injury report last week, as we all know, with a groin injury. He played Sunday, but didn't finish the game, and we all saw how that turned out. And while I don't think it's cause for concern, Isaiah likely was a new addition to the report, also with the groin injury. But he did participate Wednesday, but he was just limited. So I'm interested in keeping an eye on both of them. And then finally, Bobby, there was this piece of good news from Harbaugh on undrafted rookie linebacker and special team standout Josh Ross, who was just put on IR earlier this week. Not a season ender. Not a season ender. It's a multiple weeks kind of a deal. So, you know, it's a four, I think probably four-week IR for now and see where we're at after four weeks. And still to come here on The Vault. Bill Belichick and Lamar Jackson being asked about one another was highly entertaining on Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Bobby, it's Patriots Week as the Ravens prepare for Sunday's Week 3 matchup against New England in Foxborough. Yes, Sarah, John Harbaugh began his Wednesday press conference with this. You try to study the best in the business, in, in your profession, right? So I study Coach Belichick, you know, you try to, as much as I can, you know, you're not, you're not in their meeting rooms, you know, but you watch their tape all the time and you see what he says and what you think they're trying to do. So nothing but uh, the utmost uh, admiration and respect. And uh, that's what makes it so meaningful to go up there and compete, you know, against those guys and against his team. I hate to say it, Bobby, but Baltimore has struggled mightily over the years at Gillette Stadium. While the Ravens are currently three-point favorites on Sunday, they've won just two of the ten games played in Foxborough all-time. And both of those wins came in postseason action, so... Baltimore is searching for its first regular season win there this weekend. Right. And someone who will be an integral part of making that happen is, of course, number eight, who Belichick was asked about on Wednesday during his press conference. Did you guys do much work on Lamar before I get to know him at all in 2018? Yeah, he visited here. What do you remember about him during the pre-draft process? Good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Great visit. Spent a lot of time with him. Yeah, really interesting guy. How have you seen him uh, grow in the league? Obviously, he came in and questions about whether he could handle being in the pocket and it seems as if he's answered some of these questions? Without a doubt. It's the type of player that's a, you know, MVP type of candidate. So I think he's more than answered him. But we'll see what his contract is. That'll answer him. <laughs> that last comment was kind of said under his breath there, Bobby. I believe he said, wait till we see what his contract is. That'll answer him. What did he mean by that? Is he saying he'd pay Lamar if the Ravens don't? Because... That's what some people interpreted it as on social media. Yeah, I saw those comments, Sarah, but that's not how I interpreted it at all. I was more so thinking that Belichick is assuming that Jackson will eventually get paid big money and those specific dollar figures will once and for all put all of those questions that once surrounded number eight to bed. All right, Bobby, and we both know Belichick doesn't particularly enjoy his weekly media obligations, but... 
That's about as glowing of an endorsement as an opposing player can get from the GOAT. Sarah, I find it quite comical just how straight up, let's be honest, miserable he seems during every single press conference. But Lamar Jackson, on the other hand, he tends to be the exact opposite in front of the camera. He, too, was asked about the pre-draft time he spent with the Patriots and Belichick himself back in 2018 coming out of Louisville. Um, I seen Belichick smile. Um, usually I see him, he's like puzzle face, like a straight face guy. When I see him smile, I'm like, dang, you, you got humor. Like, <laughs> I told him that. He was like, yeah. I'm like, I wasn't expecting you to be smiling. Like, <laughs> Do you remember what made him smile? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That is classic Lamar Jackson right there. So on Tuesday's Morning Vault, we discussed the visit from outside linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul. Sarah, we both agreed that a signing didn't appear to be imminent. Yep, and we were right. Up to this point, there still has been no signing of JPP. And Bobby, the Ravens also reportedly had linebacker Blake Martinez in for a visit. Now, Martinez, who is 28, started every game from 2017 to 2020 before suffering a season-ending ACL tear in Week 3 last year. The Giants cut him three weeks ago to make room for, of course, former Ravens offensive lineman Tyree Phillips. But Bobby, the Ravens didn't sign him either. When asked if the team plans on signing anyone else, head coach John Harbaugh said, I hope so. I mean, it'd be great. You know, those are our guys that, uh, now, you know, are, you know I, I asked them, you know, I already asked them once, I asked them again, you know, are you in shape? Are you ready to go play? Are you ready to run around and help us win? Because that's what I care about. You know, we're not trying to do anybody any favors here. We want guys to come in and help us win right now. You know, if you're ready to do that, that's really for any player. You know, come on. If you're not ready... You know, then get in shape somewhere else, then, then give us a call. So that's really for any player. And while there have been no signings as of this point to the 53-man roster, Baltimore did add a linebacker to the practice squad. Sarah, what can you tell us about Brandon Copeland? Well, if his name sounds familiar to some, that's because Copeland is from Sykesville, Maryland, and who is also a former star at Gilman School. He's now 31 and has played both inside and outside linebacker for four NFL teams. He actually appeared in 16 games for the Falcons last season and made three starts. And in that season, he notched 39 tackles, two passes defended, and two quarterback hits. And Bobby, while he's on the practice squad for now, I have a feeling he'll be elevated shortly and get game action. Here's Harbaugh on Copeland. He's one that kind of sort of got away, you know, and I've always had to watch him for other teams and play plays so hard. Such a physical guy. And have a chance to bring him back now and hopefully work his way in there, you know, it was really good to see. I was, to give you a little small note, like, you know, this guy's really smart. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't forget. Is that like, is that an elephant, right? I guess he's like an elephant because we did pump protection today and our footwork is different than everybody else's. And he went out there and did it just like it was however many years ago he was here, just perfect, you know? So, so that was nice to see. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this from NFL Network analyst Brian Baldinger. As good as two of the Dolphins were on Sunday, Lamar Jackson might have been better. Like, maybe the Ravens lead the league in passing. Like, you watch these throws right here of Lamar. Like, from the pocket, it's just a, an absolute clinic. You know, and then he's just a commander-in-chief. Like, you watch this right here. He's got everybody under control. He changes the play. 
Here it is. And the throw, again, step up in the pocket right here. Set your feet. Everything you're supposed to do, he's doing just so easily. And the throw is perfect. And then, already, in five years, he has more 100-yard rushing games as a quarterback than any quarterback in NFL history. He's just getting started. Elsewhere, Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers spent Wednesday getting his knee checked out by doctors and did not practice. His status for Sunday will be determined in the coming days. And finally, Ravens safety Marcus Williams, who leads the NFL with three interceptions through two weeks of football, had this to say on Wednesday. I mean, I get the ball, you know, I just do what I got to do to make plays on the defense. I mean, it's not... It's not something I'm new to. I've, I've been doing it, so I'm not really surprised. I mean, I should have had another one. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I hold myself at high standards to, to make make plays, and that's what I should have done. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this month, The Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week three. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault podcast on YouTube. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Friday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So be sure to follow along with us on Twitter all season long for more commentary. You can find Sarah at SG Ellison and I'm at Bobby Baltimore. As always, thanks for listening to the Ravens Vault.